Hello, everyone. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. In this episode of Raw Talk, we have a very beautiful guest, Francesca. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you, Nikki? Oh, my God. I'm so good. I'm so, like, happy to have you here. I'm like, ah, so stoked. So before we start, tell us a little bit more about you and your passions and all of that. For sure. So hi, everyone. My name is Francesca Samper. I'm 25 years old, born and raised in New York. So that's definitely a passion of mine right then and there. I am a true New Yorker through and through. Always proud to say that. Um, I feel like I'm really passionate about fashion and beauty. I definitely get that from my mom. She used to make all of her own outfits growing up when she was ready to, you know, hit the town. She's like, you know what? I don't like anything in my closet. So let me just make something on my sewing machine really quick. So I aspire to be on her level. Definitely have not gotten there yet. I just like to envision, you know, what she used to do. But yeah, the sewing skills aren't up to par. I just admire clothes from afar and like to, you know, stack up my closet with them. (laughs) For sure. That's amazing. And you are into fashion. And, you know, you brought your mom. But I mean, you know, how is fashion really, you know, in your lifestyle? How does that, you know, what, what role does that play? Uh, That's a great question. I feel like it plays a huge role in my day-to-day life and just growing up. uh, I always remember that if I didn't like my outfit, my whole mood was just thrown off. I needed to be, you know, top tier, head to toe. So I feel that it's really evocative, just uh, finding clothes that fit, you know, do a little dance and it'll just get me so excited. Just figuring out what my style is. I feel that Um, I like really classic pieces that can kind of stand the test of time. I try not to really follow trends. I just feel, you know, I love a crisp white button down with some great jeans and some beautiful pumps. Like I'm six foot one, but I love to throw on heels because I just feel like, you know, the taller, the better. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's so funny too, because I'm, I'm like 5'10". So I'm also like really tall. And it's so funny because like I modeled for like a long time before like I quit. But it's so funny because I literally used to just like wear heels all the time and it's like an empowering thing like it makes you feel like more you know like I can take anything on you know oh 100% it's the best and it's so funny when people are like oh my god you're so tall like why are you wearing heels and I'm always like yeah it goes with my outfit why not right (laughs) I know for real and accessories accessories I mean what's your I mean so many people they're like "Mm, I don't really like accessories Uh, how do you because you wear accessories a lot and how do you really incorporate that into your style I feel like my accessories preferences have certainly evolved. I think maybe five or so years ago, it was definitely always a statement necklace. I'm a huge fan of bling. So if it sparkles, uh, you know, put me in it. So I definitely loved a good statement necklace and some simple earrings because I feel if you're going to have a statement piece, you have to balance it out. You can't have chandelier earrings and a statement necklace and bangles. Right. So you got to kind of pick and choose your your preferences. Balance it out. Yeah. (laughs) But now I feel like I love a classic tennis necklace and some nice studs to to complement that. And I'm big on rings. I have two rings that I always wear. I have my class ring. I went to Fordham University Lincoln Center in New York City. So I have that one. And then I was born in May. I'm a tourist through and through. So I have a ring with an emerald on it. And um, I like to just wear rings that kind of complement the ones that I have on every day. Yeah, that's so funny. I, I also have an emerald ring. I'm also a May baby. So <laughs> Oh my gosh, no way. When's your yeah. birthday? May 26th. That is amazing. Oh so you're a Taurus as well, right? 
I'm a Gemini. I just hit the Taurus Gemini mark. Yeah. Got you. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so into astrology and all that stuff, but I also r- rarely remember the birth dates of, you know, who falls yeah. under what sign. So I pretty much always right. get it wrong, but I yeah. knew there was a reason that we clicked. So it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so, that's so funny. Cause like, I don't know like any Geminis, like all my friends are either like Scorpios or like Pisces, but yeah, that's so funny. Oh, that's so cool that we're both born the same month. Right. So, I know. So also as well, I mean, you say that you don't follow trends and I don't really like follow trends either. I mean, Mm -hmm. some I do, some I don't. Sometimes sometimes it's hard on social media and I'm sure you can relate when you see a constant trend over and over and over and over and you're like, wow, you know, maybe I should start doing that. So, I mean, what's your take on trends on social media? Because everybody knows whether it's on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, you know, desired social media platform there is. What is your take on how trends really get into our heads and Mm. you know really just kind of overtake us that's a great point you know I feel that it's a very slippery slope personally I am on Instagram way more than I should be every day I check it maybe like 50 times a day and when I was on your page you're absolutely stunning by the way I'm not surprised that you used to model I'm like this girl like your eyes I can't even like we could do a whole podcast on how beautiful you are so let's start there oh stop it oh stop it But um, just in in terms of trends on, well, I'm zeroing in on Instagram. Of course, there's so many different social media apps, but I feel that that's where I spend most of my time. And on the one hand, I do think it can be kind of fun, um, especially in this really transitional period that I feel Instagram is going through where it's not so much a photo sharing content platform anymore. It seems that, you know, if you post more videos and reels and IGTV and stuff, that's what's really picking up traction. Right. So on the one hand, I think it's great to sort of push yourself in terms of your skill level. I recently started getting into video editing and, you know, starting up a YouTube channel and things like that. So yes, trying to figure out new ways to edit videos and incorporate music and, and things of that nature. I feel had Instagram not become so video heavy, maybe I wouldn't have delved into that realm. So I appreciate acquiring new skills and it can be kind of fun. But realistically, I do find that quite often I get a little too caught up in what's trending, whether that be people posting their videos and their photos from Paris or Turks and Caicos or wherever they're traveling to recently. It seems that like their trends of places that people will travel to, whether that be influencers or celebrities. And sometimes I feel that can be a little bit overwhelming, especially in the times that we're living in, because I have become a complete hermit. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything because I'm so scared of the outside world. And just seeing people living like that's not the reality can be a little bit crazy. Um, And, you know, as they always say, comparison is a thief of joy. And I just try to put my phone down and put things in perspective when I find myself getting caught up in that. But I do feel that seeing, to your point, trends constantly popping up on social media, whether it's a trip or a new bag that's floating around or what have you, it can definitely, you know, get to you if you don't take a a beat and just kind of, uh, you know, put things in perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're so right. I mean, comparison, it really is a thief of joy and it it really does murder originality and and who you are as a person. And, you know, going back to, to, you know, self-love and and self-image, you know, you are a very beautiful, confident woman. Thank you. That's what I gather from you. And I, you know, I admire, again, I love your Instagram page, as you know. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, honestly, and, you know, do you feel like style is, I mean, style and kind of just finding your own little 
you know, niche and your own little, you know, original thing, you know, it can be very, very fun and it can be very liberating. But social media, again, just like as we were talking about the comparisons and this and that, and, you know, mm-hmm. has that ever messed with your, let's just say, self-image and how you view yourself as well as your confidence and your self-esteem? Oh, absolutely. I've definitely gotten caught up in, wow, you know, they look so incredible in their bikinis and I just feel like I'm not as toned as I need to be or whatever have you. So I do find that um, I would just constantly scroll through my feed, whether that was on Twitter or on Instagram or whatever have you. And I would really get caught up in the numbers game because I feel that unfortunately that's so much of what social media is. It's these algorithms and analytics and that's what brands look to when they're looking to partner with you and um, things of that nature. And on the one hand, I do understand it from a business perspective, from a, a factual like return on investment situation. You know, brands want to make money and they want to yeah. make sure that if they're sending you product or if they're paying you to produce content, that they're going to get a return on that investment. So I right. get that it's not personal to an extent. But on the other hand, you know, if I'm not feeling confident in myself and I see the highlight reel of so many people's lives on socials, that was really getting to me. But then I just kind of not purged my feed. I feel like that's such an intense way to say it. But I just found that there were certain content creators or even celebrities that I found what they what they were posting wasn't resonating with me. So I just unfollowed them. And I realized I just want to focus on positive imagery and messaging. And if somebody's posting a photo because they just genuinely feel confident in who they are and I've either met them or, you know, I really feel good after stepping away from looking at their content, then I do keep that on my page and that's perfectly fine. Um, But I really feel like it starts within like as cheesy and as ridiculous as that sounds like once I put the phone down and I take a look at myself and I'm like, okay, well, let me focus on what I love about me and understand that just because another woman is absolutely stunning, that doesn't take away from who I am, you know? Right. Yeah. I can agree that more. And again, we have the same like take on that as well. I don't follow celebrities and all that, you know, I don't care or I don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. I unfollow, I I don't follow them because I just don't feel like it's necessary for my Mm. mental health and my, you know, I just don't feel like it's just like, as we said, you know, I don't have a personal relationship with them and they don't have a personal relationship with me. And really my whole follower list is people that I know, or just like, as you said, people that I have a positive uh, vibe and embrace from. Right. And vice versa. So yeah, you're so right. It's really just about protecting your energy and keeping, you know, self-awareness and making sure that, okay, because, you know, social media, it can be, sometimes you don't even feel like you have control because there's so exactly. much going on in such little time. <laughs> oh my gosh. You hit the nail right you on know? the head. And, yeah. And like, there's, there's times where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, because the world, it, it, yeah. I mean, the world is already spinning so, 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 so fast, but on, on Instagram and on social media, it's like 10 times faster <laughs> because everybody's just, just like, as we said, posting and the algorithm and, you know, the brands and this and that. And, yeah, it can get a bit much, but just like as you know, just like as we said, you know, really just surrounding your energy with good people and good spirit and just just being yourself really is, is what it's all about. So also you do YouTube. And how has your journey been with that? Because I know a lot of YouTubers and I it's kind of 50-50. I have a lot of people that do YouTube and they're they're like, Oh, like this is a perfect experience. I love it. I this is amazing. And then I have people that are like, I don't really like it. And I think I'm going to quit. So Mm -hmm. what has your experience? I'm sure you've heard the same. So what has your experience (laughs) been like with that? 
You know what? It's so funny because the two perspectives that you just mentioned, I feel that my experience has been a perfect combination of both. Um, I realized when I started YouTube how out of date the technology that I currently have is. I didn't realize it until that particular time. I've had my computer since 2012 and I was like, (laughs) I don't need a new one. Like, I'm great. And then I realized I practically have a grandma computer in the world of technology because none of my videos were uploading and the amount of technological difficulties that I've experienced since starting YouTube has been through the roof. So I feel that it's been something that's definitely tested my patience and my resolve. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even think this is worth it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And that was even before I uploaded my first video. So I was like, okay, let me, let me regroup here. I'm not a quitter. Like I got this. And I feel that, you know, to an extent I'm proud of myself in a way because I didn't, I've been watching YouTube videos, I think since junior year, of high school like majority of the channels that I'm subscribed to are yeah. fashion and beauty um well I started following beauty people when they were called beauty gurus back in the day oh like, yes yeah okay you know the OG yeah. youtubers were <laughs> beauty gurus it was no influencers or content yeah. creators so yeah. like I go way back with subscribers uh or being a subscriber and kind of uh leading into this content and I thought about starting a channel for years but I just sat on it And I think it was a lot of different factors that I didn't just jump into it. A huge part of that was self-doubt. I'm like, oh, like nobody's going to care what I have to say or what I'm posting or it's an oversaturated market or this or that. And I just had so many excuses as to why I shouldn't start this channel. Um, But throughout the all of 2020 and everything, I just had so much time to sit with my thoughts and just figure out what I want. And I just felt like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? People don't look at my channel or, you know, they may say not nice things or whatever have you. But I just felt that if I was confident in the content that I was putting out there and I knew it was positive and just true to who I was, then that's all I could really ask for. So I'm proud of myself to an extent that I did figure out how to edit these videos and upload them and kind of push past the frustrations that I experienced. But it's still so new. I only have, you know, a couple videos up. So there's so much to learn. But I feel like you have to start somewhere, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's always a start, really. I mean, any, anything's a start. And, you know, with YouTube as well, and, and I guess relating back to social media, too, I mean, do you ever feel the pressure of, you know, I need to post today? I need to post with within your audience. I mean, have you ever felt that pressure? Oh, absolutely. I'm someone that is incredibly critical of myself. So often I feel like I'm not doing enough. I, I yeah. need to, you know, acquire more skills or this doesn't look up to par enough or whatever have you. And I will constantly talk myself out of ideas and things of that nature. Um, So I just feel that it's well in my own thought process I'm like okay well if I get complacent and I just congratulate myself with every little thing that I do then I'm not gonna be the best that I can be but that's kind of a double-edged sword as well because yes it's good to want to do more and do better for yourself but you also have to take a beat and realize how far you've come and the accomplishments that you've made so I definitely think that all ties into the pressures of wanting and needing to an extent to post particularly on YouTube because I find that consistency is key in anything but especially with a channel if you aren't posting pretty much at least a video a week or maybe more then your growth is going to be a lot slower than other content creators who are um sort of keeping up with that quota yeah yeah and like you know you're so right it is kind of a double-edged sword because you have you again it's you know I noticed with my 
with my audience. Um, like I sometimes feel the pressure to post as well. Like I'm like, oh, like I didn't post today. Like I should probably do that. You know, right. but these days it's like a ha- it's like finding a happy medium. You know, you don't have to post all the time, but post when you want, you know, like don't ever feel pressure from somebody else or a group of people or whoever, you know, it's really just about finding your own content and finding what works for you and, you know, just, just doing your own thing. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to ask you too, throughout your journey on YouTube, since, you know, you've been watching for years, Yes. <laughs> what is one YouTuber, or I should say like video or something mm-hmm. like that, that has really just like made you feel so inspired and just like had an amazing influence on your journey and yourself? That is a great question. I feel like I've watched so many channels throughout the years, but one that really sticks out is a Carly Bible. She Oh um, yes. I used to right? watch her when I was a kid. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love her because she was the first uh YouTuber that I started watching. And I just remember when I recreated, I believe it was like a prom makeup look that she did or something. Looking yeah. back at the photos, I'm like, I look so busted. Like this was <laughs> not a prime glam moment in life for me. But I just remember feeling so accomplished that I created this makeup look and I felt so beautiful and like I had acquired a new skill and I subscribed to her channel and then to just see her career trajectory has been so incredible and on top of all that she's accomplished she's a genuinely nice person and I feel that she hasn't let um, her success sort of uh, alter her core values and how she treats her subscribers and who she is. I've had the pleasure to meet her a couple of times oh, at wow. meet and greets and stuff. And she could not have been sweeter. And she even like stayed longer than she was supposed to, to make sure that she got pictures with everyone that took the Aww. time to come out. So just seeing, you know, her from the very beginning to where she is now has been amazing. And the fact that she's one of the, the YouTubers I've actually gotten a chance to meet, I think that um, her channel and her trajectory, I kind of hold close to my heart. Yeah, I, I used to remember, like, I don't know if she does anymore, so I haven't really watched her videos any time recently, but I remember she used to put the little quotes at the beginning of the yes. videos. I love that. I used to love that. I'm like, oh, this is because nobody did that except for her. Right. And it's so interesting. Yeah. It's like quotes resonate with so many of us and, you know, we'll save them on Instagram or, you know, they'll be reposted all over Facebook or whatever have you. And it's so funny that no one really thought to do that before Carly. So you make such a great point. I can't believe I forgot about. Yeah. Yeah. It's the penguins. Oh, my my gosh. Her penguins. I know the penguins. I know. (laughs) I I think that is just the cutest little thing. I bought her makeup palettes that she collaborated with, and you always see. Girl, me too. I bought. Yep, I got the penguin on the side. I know. Oh my god! Is there a quote that you, whether it's from Carly's videos or just in general, do you have a quote that that really resonates with you and that you kind of live by? Honestly, hmm, I would say. Ooh, that's a hard question. (laughs) That's that's like deep because like I I have a lot of quotes that I keep within me, but probably probably just just do it I, I can I guess it's kind of like a Nike like <laughs> it's like their motto or whatever but honestly just do it because I feel like I feel like there you can't you can't overthink things in life you just mm. have to go for it just do it just have fun you know you only live once you only have one life don't dwell on the past don't dwell on that you know just just do it just go for it and if you like it awesome if you don't awesome like you know, <laughs> what's meant to be with you will find you and absolutely. I guess it's like a part two quote, but, <laughs> but no, absolutely. And Carly, I love that. that. Yeah, I love that. I can't think of any quotes that she's done that has really like resonated. I mean, I'm sure there's like a lot, but again, this, <laughs> I have not like seen her in a while, but like, honestly, that's so funny that you bring her, that she's brought up in this conversation because 
It's so funny because I actually, I don't want to say I met her, but Mm -hmm. she DM'd me on my art account. And oh my gosh. Yeah. One of her fan accounts actually messaged me and they commissioned a piece of her off me. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, Carly Bible. Like, oh, yeah, I remember her. And it was so funny because I tagged her in it and the fan page tagged her in it. And she reposted my art on her story. And then she sent me DMs. She's like, thank you so much for this. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that story is incredible yeah. and i'm yeah. not even surprised because you are so unbelievably talented Aww. like it's wild that we're having this conversation right now because i think the first time that i saw your artwork it was probably like late last year or january of this year yeah. i saved a screenshot of um a tyra banks one that you did oh, and yeah. for whatever reason i your username like wasn't on the photo so i'm like who the heck did this gosh darn like image i need to find this person because i need a picture and then oh. i was able to find you through uh you know a mutual a friend of mine but it's just so funny because i was just going through my camera roll the other day and i'm like wow i have like trying to track this girl down for months oh. and now we're talking Here on the podcast so this is just <laughs> like a full circle moment that's so funny yeah I think Tyra posted my art on her feed I'm pretty sure yeah and I, that was another wow moment I mean uh not to talk so much about me this this is about you but yeah it was so crazy because because there's so many things that happen in your life like just like as we're talking like too like it's so funny how you'll run into people you know mm-hmm. and you're like yeah wow. like it just, it just <laughs> literally catches you from behind and you know you look back and you're like wow you know it's really really crazy but that's back to social media I mean that's kind of the power of social media right because there's a lot of negativity obviously but it's these moments that really make you say to yourself wow you know this is this is really impacting my life in a really really positive way and mm-hmm. I could not be more grateful no of course it's so um, funny because I feel like I've spent so much of this podcast like bashing social media but <laughs> I, <laughs> I do find really positive uh, components from it just not too long ago uh, my mother and I took a trip down to Florida we followed like all COVID protocols and everything it certainly wasn't on a whim we'd been thinking about it for a long time but the reason for that trip was that she had reconnected with a friend of hers that she hadn't seen since like the eighth grade and she found this person through Facebook and they reconnected and were communicating and like oh we have to catch up and we were actually able to bring that to fruition so just seeing that connection be made through uh you know using Facebook was really cool and not too long ago I recently started using Clubhouse and I Um, I logged on to one of these chat rooms talking about the business of beauty. And I really connected with these women, one of which is a makeup artist, uh, Delina Medin. And I've been following her for a really long time and just admired her work and loved her personality. But this other social media platform gave us an opportunity to actually speak to each other and just connect on, you know, friendship level. And now we stay in touch and we're going to meet soon. So just meeting like-minded individuals and sort of really getting to connect that way and just sort of admires each other's work and kind of give our flowers to one another while we're still here to smell them type of thing that those opportunities have been afforded to me through social media experiences so I am grateful for those opportunities oh yeah 100% and the thing is you know nowadays it's so crazy because of technology you can meet so many beautiful amazing inspiring people I've met so many people like you that have just like mirrored my personality and like I have so much in common with and it's so crazy because I would, I mean, if we didn't have the internet, I would have never met you, you right. know, like you would have never met me. So it's like, it's like, wow, you know, like we really are connected. Absolutely. I'm so thankful 
for these types of experiences because I'm big on just, you know, if you admire something about somebody or you want to give a compliment to someone, just do it. As you were saying before, going back to that quote, because it costs absolutely nothing to just be kind to someone and you never know what the simplest thing can, you know, help somebody going through a rough time or just make someone smile, even if their day is perfectly fine. You know, I just feel like there's so much negativity in the world. So why not just highlight the positive things that you see within someone, you know? Absolutely. I cannot agree more. That is so, so true. So also, I have like a few more questions. Of course. I, go. I know you're busy. I don't want to. Oh my gosh. No, you're totally fine. I am so, this is like the perfect way to start my day. Oh, me too. I know. I'm like, ah. I like woke up this morning and I'm like, oh, can't wait to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, two questions really. It's like a part two question. Okay. One what is some advice that you would give to someone who let's just say is wanting to, you know, find their own style, find their own voice, find their own, you know, really just, just their own, their own fashion sense. You know, what is some advice that you could give? No, for sure. Um, I definitely think to, uh, there's staple pieces that I feel like everybody should have in their closet, like a great, pair of jeans I know that straight leg jeans are really popular right now and I do love them so I know I'm saying I try not to follow trends but on occasion if there is something that's popular that organically goes with what I would already gravitate towards then I'll lead into it exactly yeah for sure and um I mean we're tall so we certainly know the struggle of finding oh yes yeah (laughs) oh my gosh and that's I think that that kind of leads into my next tip you don't have to spend a lot to look expensive or to look, you know, high quality. I think that people really get caught up in the hype of seeing people with items that have really high price tags and whatever have you, but you could go thrifting. I am a huge, huge fan of going thrifting because I love kind of the thrill of the search and find of these really amazing pieces and you spend a fraction. It's like a treasure hunt. Yeah. 100%. It's totally a treasure hunt. So I would feel like save your coins, go thrifting because you can really find some great eclectic, unique pieces and they are going to save you so much money. Um, but just, so yeah, definitely don't spend all of your coin, have staple pieces, like a great pair of jeans. Like I'd say a crisp white button down, a great blazer. Normally I gravitate towards black, but that's just me. I feel like it's classic and it goes with everything like a really badass leather jacket. Um, oh yes. like I have that. many. <laughs> you're, oh, then girl, you are a girl after my own heart because I love me a good leather jacket. Oh, okay. <laughs> like and I thing. just feel like maybe t- building off of those staple pieces could be a great place to start and just sort of experiment and yeah. see what really looks good with on your particular body because everyone is so different. And if you find something that you feel really confident in, then go for it. I can't agree more. And so it's so funny that you bring up experimenting because when I was young, when I, when I was really modeling and everything, I started modeling when I was around 14, 15. So I was pretty young. And the thing was my style, I look back on my style then and I look back on my style now. And it's funny how it kind of, uh, you know, it changes. It's evolutionary because what you, it's kind of like the start and, you know, through the process, it's so, it's so, uh, interesting you know because when I started out I was like didn't really know like I'm like oh well maybe this will go good maybe that you know a lot of mini skirts a lot of uh you know bright colors but now that I'm an adult I've kind of just I guess you can say grown into my own style and I'm sure you can relate because definitely it takes time 
it takes time <laughs> and it goes along through experimenting and finding again like just what we're just discussing like what works for you and what you like and really just what your vibe is you know I mean I don't really like to wear bright colors I mean I'm I mean I do sometimes but I'm really really big to like neutrals and things like that but that's like what works for me you know so right yeah exactly experimenting and it took me a while to experiment with that because I remember the beginning I was all about flashy colors you know my whole <laughs> wardrobe was like Victoria's Secret pink and like oh you neon <laughs> and like the glitter Uggs and like all this other stuff oh yes and you know that phase and you know now that I'm older I'm like okay you know what no we're, we're gonna you know <laughs> I'm going to try something else out, you know? <laughs> right. And that's the thing. You tried it and it worked for you at the time. And right. now you've evolved into a more refined style with, you know, neutral colors and, and what have you. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the fun in it. Because you'll look back at photos and at those particular periods and times. I really do mark points in my life with what I was into, what, what I was wearing. And it's so yeah. funny to look back on these pictures and say, why on earth did I think that I was like the big knees <laughs> in this outfit? And I looked crazy, but yeah. you couldn't tell me that at the time. And I feel yeah. like that was the fun in it. I was confident. I felt that I looked great and I wasn't so concerned with, you know, what the latest trend was on Instagram or whatever right. have you. And I feel that our generation kind of, you know, we were part of the last group of people that didn't have to worry about social media trends. Exactly. Like Facebook and MySpace and all that was just beginning. So we just grew up in a completely different time. And now everything is so much more public and easily documented. But magnified. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just such a different time. So I feel like people can still have fun. And it's just all about picking and choosing what works for you at that particular point in time. And you do evolve, you know, as a person and just within your style and that's perfectly fine I feel like that's part of the fun of life you know absolutely yeah it's so true and throughout your whole life you're never going to stick to one style you're gonna like go through a lot (laughs) oh for sure there's so many clothes in the world like why would be disappointed if someone did stick to one style right like (laughs) oh you know it's kind of boring yeah you just really just like you know really experiment and just really get into it in the moment and have fun have fun oh of course fashion is so fun yeah, fashion's a lifestyle. It's it's a really crazy one because again, there can be like the outside forces wanting to kind of like oh mess with you a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now again, as long as you stay true to yourself and you do what you want to do and you wear what you want to want, that you know, there it is. Boom. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and the last question I want to ask you is: I ask everyone on my podcast, and you can either say a phrase or you can say one word. Doesn't matter. Yeah. What is one word or phrase that you say? defines your life and what you live by? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I think I would have to say resilience is the word that comes to mind because everyone goes through their trials and tribulations in life. Um, But I think that it's really important to be resilient and to just understand that you may be going through something, but it's not going to completely knock you down. Like there's always another day and just another point in life that you can work towards to better the situation that you're currently in. And even if you are doing amazing in life, that's wonderful. And I feel like resilience doesn't always have to come from a place of of tribulations and being downtrodden. If you just kind of want to pivot where you are in life, whether that's professionally or personally with the people that you're surrounding yourself with, I think constantly a point that we've brought up throughout this podcast is, you know, evolving in life. And I do feel that that evolution goes hand in hand with being a resilient individual. Um, yes. so that's something that it really sticks with me and that I try to evoke in whatever situation that I, I come across. 
That's beautiful. Yeah, I can agree more with, with what you just said. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. You know, it's it's really all about, you know, your past, present, your future. But I, I guess you can say, you know, not being unhealthy about it, but I guess you can mm-hmm. say just keeping everything in mind, you know, absolutely learning from it, growing from it, you know, just just being in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so nice. And oh my gosh, you're like, we have to do this again. Like, seriously. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. Just tell me when and where. And I am there. I'm so glad that we met and that we connected. Like, your incredible artwork brought us together. Oh, and I, I just, I couldn't be more thankful. Oh, you're so sweet. And again, thank you so much for this whole thing. You are an incredible person inside and out. I'm like, floored right now like (laughs) this is like probably one of my favorite episodes to be completely honest oh my gosh thank you that means so much oh no you you thank you thank you for being here it was such an honor (laughs) it's truly my pleasure thank you nikki you're the best oh you're the best (laughs) i cannot wait to do this again i know it's gonna be so much fun well I hope, and honestly, I will, I will DM you. Like I, oh, of course, I will keep an eye out. Like I said, I check Instagram way too much. So yeah, me ready. too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. And again, like, please keep being you. Like you're freaking incredible. <laughs> Thank you. And you as well. Right back at you, girl. <laughs>